What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa. With me, as always, is the great and powerful Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Uh, spoopy time. Tonight's brew, we are talking about and drinking upon the Allagash Brewing Company flagship beer, the Allagash Vite. It's a Belgian-style ale, or I'm sorry, a Belgian-style wheat beer, and they make their triumphant return to the state of Florida, and we will have more about that after the break. Also, what we have on tap, it's just going to be a spooky night. Spooky. <laughs> so let's just fucking get into it because we got no time to waste. This is episode 330. Mm-hmm. Grab your beer. <laughs> <laughs> of the One Baron Podcast. Oh, all right ladies and gentlemen this is the one beer in podcast the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. As I said, my name is Marco Dupa. That guy is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate any and all attention, any and all listens, views, likes, shares, subscribes. Comments. Comments. Leave us a comment. Do it up. Uh, yeah, I think, I've, I think I've done enough. Without further ado, <laughs> Obi, please tell the people what we're drinking on tonight. Well, as Marco Dupa said, we have the Allagash White. It's a Belgian-style wheat beer, beer with coriander and curacao, orange peel. Comes in at 5.2 ABV. And we have a cold read, friends. Happy day. This is the Allagash White. And I quote, Our take on this Belgian style is brewed with coriander and curacao orange peel. Citrus-forward, hazy, and refreshing. We brew all of our beer at a single brewery in Portland, Maine, just like we have since 1995. Mm-hmm. That's all we got. So Allagash, they left here a couple of years ago due to uh, marketing and distribution constraints, and we were one of the places that got cut. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and fans were were were. Um, they were chomping at the bit to bring mm. Allagash back to Florida. The one good thing that Florida's done <laughs> is bring I mean, come on. Bring Allagash back to the state. So, that's very exciting. Shout out to uh Steve at Red Light Red Light, uh inventory manager extraordinaire, friend of the show. He says that this is his Desert Island beer. If you could have anything, if you could have the one beer, this would be the one. So we should probably taste it. And then I think we should probably talk about what our Desert Island beer is before we get into everything else. So okay, drink a little bit. All take right. a little bit of time. Think about your Desert Island beer. Clink. <clears throat> mm. that, that is good. <laughs> yeah, more complex than I was thinking it was gonna be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Okay, so Desert Island beer, meaning a beer that we, if we had to pick one, we're going for that one. Meaning you can't have anything else but this for the rest of your, I guess, time on your desert on island. On the desert island, okay. Not that it has to be something good on a desert island, because I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of thinking that way for a second. Yeah, so get that out of your head. Okay, it's just like, <clears throat> what's your go-to? What's the one? Okay, I got one. I got one. Okay. Um, it would be the Cigar City Highlight. Oh, a classic. Uh, you know, uh, just a general heavy hitter classic IPA. Uh, one of the ones that got me into this biz in the first place. Yeah. Um, and one of those, after all these years, I, I still haven't gotten tired of. Yep. If I occasionally, especially if it's on tap, I'll go out of my way and get it. Um, so just for its sort of classic home down feel, mm -hmm. I'm going to go with that one. It's very comforting to me. You know I like what? it. Well, I got to look up this beer. Okay. Because I can't remember the name. I think it's the, I think it's Copper Tails Unholy. Uh-huh. The triple? Yes. But let me just double check. I'm pretty sure that's, that's it. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because they have some good ones. The Night Swim. Mm-hmm. Free dive. Working on the night moves. You're gonna get turned up on that island. Yeah, dude. Yes, <laughs> it, this. Yes, the 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 copper tail unholy triple mm -hmm. triple. Triple. I would say, I think it's been well documented that my favorite beer is probably the left hand milk stout mm. nitro. Right. Right. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, but. I'll say this. The one beer that has that was my go to, especially when I was in a very deep state of depression, <laughs> was the Coppertail Unholy. Fair. And it was the only thing it's the only positive thing that I had at the time. Oh I was like, this beer at least tastes really good and I get and it'll put me to sleep <laughs> really quickly. I know, that's pretty dark. We're talking dark. Uh, well, we're going dark. I didn't think we were going that scary, but okay. <laughs> that's the reality of the situation. Sure. No, I, I get you. I no, get you. I mean, I, honestly, if I had to pick a Desert Island beer, it would be between, it would be between those two. Yeah. Left-hand milk stout on nitro or the Copper Tail Unholy. I haven't, we haven't, I don't know if we've even done it on the show. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm. I know we've done Copper Tail uh, beers on the sure, show. Sure, yeah, we've done a few. I'm of not them. sure. We, I mean, there's no way that we had we had to. Have. We yeah, had to yeah. have done it. Yeah. But I really, really like that beer. And when I think about like, what would I if I was on a desert island and I couldn't drink anything else? What would I want to do? I fucking get drunk on some Tripel and just call just it a wait. night. Yeah. Just wait for help. Nine and a half percent, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah, just and even if help doesn't kind of at it's least fine. I'm like I'm asleep in yeah. the sand. I don't care. It tastes fantastic. Copper Tail does some great shit. It's true. So that'd probably be the one. Local, a couple local local boys we got. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's very right. good. That's go to, right. that's go right. to Tampa. Yeah, have yeah. fun. Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking about doing my favorite beer, um, the Delirium Tremens, of yeah, course, of course. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just I I feel like I usually keep that one for special occasions. Yeah. Especially on bottle. If I see it on draft, chances are I'm going to get it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You got to. Uh, yeah. You got, you got to. to. You got we to. did our Delirium event 
uh, a couple months ago. I was able to have it on draft uh, just the other day, actually, because yeah. yeah. you guys had it on draft. That's right. So you got red light, red it. light, Central Florida. Check it out. That's right. All right. <clears throat> when this episode comes out, it'll be well. It'll be a day before Christmas. Uh huh. Christmas. It'll be a day before <laughs> All Hallows. It'll be on All Hallows Eve, right? I think Hallows so. Eve. Yeah, it'll be yeah. on All Hallows Eve, Saturday, October thirtieth. Right? It is Isn't October thirtieth. Is a Saturday. I thought it's the twain. Like. No, check it. Look, look it up. <laughs> Fuck. Let's see. What did you even Google? That wh- <laughs> what is happening? I looked up calendar twenty twenty one. Oh my god! I can't. I can't believe you've done this. Okay, all right. What Relax. Have you done? Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at it on my phone. We're so stupid. <laughs> Excuse me. Saturday, October thirtieth. Okay. The thirty yes. first is a Sunday. Yes. Which we is Halloween. Dumb. Which is Halloween. That's right. So we just you know, if you've been listening to this podcast for the past couple of years, you'll know that we're a couple of spoopy boys. Look quick correction. All Hallows Eve is actually Halloween. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad you did that because then, mm-hmm. you know, we'd be fucking... We'd just just idiots. Yeah, just fucking... Yeah. We'd look really I dumb. Mean, can you imagine? Oof. Can you imagine looking stupid? <laughs> Never. Not on this show. And uh, we've spoken about a bunch of spooky stuff in the past. You know, favorite slasher villains, which is a couple years ago we talked about that. Um, right. just some real life spooky stories, things of that nature. So, you know, this is the thing. We're big fans of the of the spooky season. Mm-hmm. So if there is any territory that we retread on, apologies in advance. But can't help it. Yeah. There's just some shit that we just we just gotta It's been know. a year. We like to, you know, just share the the spoops. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> let's start off with something at least a little topical, which is the fact that Netflix has been making a thing out of a couple a, a couple of industries that Netflix has dipped their toes in or rather uh, spread their their tentacles mm-hmm. and and latched onto it's, and it's, grabbed it's better visual. Yeah. Right. Uh any any kind of Korean culture. Recently, yeah. 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 Anime. Uh-huh. Um, they've been grabbing, like, classic movies. Like, not like, you know, super... Well, I mean, they have some... Cla- they have fucking Apocalypse Now is on there right now. There you go. And also, they've been doing this thing where they've been really funneling a lot of money into scary shit. Mm-hmm. Horror movies thrillers things of that nature because it's not just what we're about to talk about but like uh uh i don't know what that fucking movie's called like killer babysitter or the babysitter's dad or some bullshit like that <laughs> okay, yeah with like it, the cast is filled with a bunch of vine stars yeah yeah that's um, right they, they 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 funneled a lot of money into uh, uh there's 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 like different horror movies a lot of horror movies rather that they have put their money into or put their big n behind Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know it's it's just kind of it's weird it's interesting that 
Netflix, this conglomerate, this machine, this monster mm-hmm. would go, let's put some money behind a bunch of horror movies and thrillers and things of that nature. I think I think you underestimate how many people watch crappy horror movies I think you're every right. night. Yeah. I mean, especially this season, obviously. I'm yeah. sure that like every streaming app gets a bump on all their horror stuff in the month of October. Well, can I say before we get into what we're going to get into? Sure. Netflix, for the record, has probably the worst selection of classic horror movies out mm-hmm. of every streaming service that's out there right now. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because in years past they've had good selections and they've had they've had to give those movies up because in years past I don't remember going on Netflix and being like, what the fuck is going on? Why aren't there any good movies on here? What's super frustrating is seeing a really good horror movie pop up in December and you're like, could have used this, uh, yeah. you know, not too long ago. Dude, it makes me so angry. Yeah. I watched The Thing like three months ago. Mm-hmm. How come I can't watch it right now <laughs> on anything? Because you want to. Yeah. And the studios know that and they go, let's pull them. But, but okay, sure. You get the money from me paying the $3 to rent it or whatever. But wouldn't the money, wouldn't it be better if I just knew that your streaming service was there for me when I needed you to be there for sure. me? And I can tell people, hey, man, Hulu was there for me when no one else was. They had the movies that I wanted to watch. I didn't have to watch shitty ads. They they were there for me. Yeah, that's fair. But I feel like it may not even be up to those streaming apps as much as it is the studios that make these movies that can literally just say take it down in, you know, by mid-October oh. or else. Well, it's up to somebody. It's up to somebody. Somebody's leaving money on the table. A lot of money on the table. Okay. So what Netflix is doing really well is a lot of their original content. And one of the biggest things that they've created is this series of TV shows that you are a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. And so I would like to just give you the floor so that you can talk (sighs) about these shows because uh, you've watched them. Mm-hmm. I haven't finished them because I'm a huge pussy. <laughs> so, Obi, please tell the people uh, about these shows and like get the fucking. I mean, they're not paying us to do this, <laughs> right? But we, they should be. We wish. Yeah. So Netflix, the floor is yours, my friend. Your move. Uh, well, thank you very much for that intro. Um, so there's a an American filmmaker. His name is Mike Flanagan. Uh, he directed. Uh, kind of lower budget not low budget movie but lower budget horror movie called oculus that a lot of people really like um but after that he got into doing these this run of netflix series that has just been super popular you may have heard of them it's the haunting on hill house was the first one haunting of bly manor was the second one and uh most recently is midnight mass So, uh, the first two of those series are obviously a bit closer in tone and style, um, but it's okay if you want to watch one or the other. They aren't connected in that way, and in fact, all these series kind of share actors in sort of a an American horror story way. Mm. Not that it's an anthology series or anything like that. It's just that. I guess Mike Flanagan likes working with a lot of the same people. Yeah. And also he's married to one of the stars of 
those, conflict of interest. Those series. I know. <laughs> Mike. Mikey. You're lucky Kate Siegel's really good, okay? Anywho. Um, yeah, but uh, I feel like uh, Hill House, it's obviously a retelling of the haunting on Hill House, the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. There's a bunch of other names of that same story throughout time because um, it's a really old story. Yeah. But this is a sort of a modern modern telling of it. So the same thing with Bly Manor. Yeah. Too. Um, essentially, it's a classic haunted house story. And it's told really well. It's very scary. I watched a lot of it through my fingers. <laughs> I, I'm not too big of a man to say that. Um, but, you know, me loving the horror stuff. And I, I just feel like Mike Flanagan has such a uh, finger on the pulse of how to craft the perfect scare. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anyone in modern times quite have such a handle on building tension in a way and not just having the cheap jump scares. There are a lot of jump scares in these things, but they're all earned. None of them made me angry. You yeah. know, it's not like, oh, uh, kitty, what are you doing here? Right, right, you right. know, it's like, no, it ratches up the tension and the dread all the way through. And, and because these are all series, they're all like sort of mini series. You have a lot of time to play with. Do you think that that is what separates uh, him from other horror filmmakers, which is that there's an importance <clears throat> uh, laid upon, like not just scaring people, but mm-hmm. like having a like. There's things that are unsettling that are scary, but like jump scares are hard to do. Sure. Because they're so easy to do. Yeah. Does that make sense? They're hard to do right. Right. Yeah. They're easy to do. You just make a really loud noise and have something jump out of the shadows. Yeah. Like that, that's very easy. But in it's concept. cheap. Like you but said, it's, it's, not, yeah. it's unearned. Right. I mean, it can be fun in its own right if that's the tone you're setting is just like, oh, it's like a it's like a horror night's house where things just pop out and you get spooked for a second and yeah. it's fun and whatever. But no, these these shows are consistently more serious toned dark dramas usually family dramas that have a lot of of depth i'd say is the right word for it yeah so really i i've heard of a lot of people watching these that aren't big into horror that just get enthralled by the family story um to which i say be careful (laughs) yeah good for you (laughs) i guess you're gonna have trouble sleeping but uh yeah and i i mean i I'm not sure if the format of them being shows is a detriment uh, or more of a challenge to Mike Flanagan or if it's actually a, a just a bigger palette to paint with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of his movies. I haven't seen Oculus and I haven't seen uh, Dr. Sleep, which he also did, mm. which a lot of people like too. Surprising um, amount of people thought that that was a, not a worthy sequel, but like good enough. Yeah, which is... I mean, that's all you need if you're right. you're following up Kubrick. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see those movies to let you know, like, if he can do it in an hour and a half to two hours. Yeah. Um, but as far as, like, modern horror sh- pieces of content at all, th- these shows rank among the top for me. Mm. I love them. They're great. They're great ensemble casts, great stories, great scares. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I can't recommend them enough. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing I would say is if you're not into horror, give them a chance. But if you nope out, I understand. The only other thing I'd say is if you are more horror averse, try Midnight Mass. It's a little less scary than the other two. Yeah. So. The people that people like yourself and who, who can watch these things. And then, and then, like, all right, <clears throat> I'm gonna turn over now and go to sleep. <laughs> I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it because yeah. things, <clears throat> things affect me. The things in, they infect me, seep into your yeah. psyche. And there's, I can't. I at least for the day, at least for like a day and a half, I can't get them out. They're yeah. just there. Mm-hmm. Think about them very deeply, and like, even if I don't want to. They just like swim around in there. Yeah. It'll take a couple of days, and then I can get over it. But sure, the you know, for a little bit, they're they're they're, there. they're in there. Have you have you given any of the the Mike Flanagan trilogy of shows? A, I a started watch? watching the first one, which was Hill, Hill House. House. Yeah, and uh, it was creepy as shit, scary as fuck. I watched the first like three episodes. It's very Beavis and Butthead way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> creepy as shit, shit, scary as fuck. fuck. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest with you, I was watching them by myself mm. and didn't want to do that anymore. Okay. Didn't have anybody to watch them with. Right. And so I was like, I'm done with this. Mm. I don't I don't what what am I going to gain from this? I'm just yeah. going to what am I going to do? I was living alone at this time. Uh, you guys had already moved out when I started okay. watching them. So I was like. I don't need this. This this big old empty house I'm by myself. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> don't want to fucking do this. Yeah, that's fair. I, you know, that's I'd fair. rather watch Parks and Rec and then go to bed. Right. So after that point, I just never went back and revisited them. And then mm-hmm. Bly Manor came out, and now Midnight Mass, and they all look excellent. But I uh, am too much of a pussy to watch them. I mean, I can watch them like during the day and like take them in as yeah. a TV show. Sure, but. That is not giving them the proper respect. I believe that they deserve. Yeah, I disagree. I think that if you're if that's what you need to do to watch them, and you're going to enjoy them, I'm not saying put yourself through torture. Yeah, but if if you can take it, like watching it during the day with you know the blinds open and you know the sun out, then do it. Yeah, uh, it's it's all of these have really good stories, and I think you'll get something out of all yeah. of them. Listen, I'm not I'm not like afraid to okay. watch TV. You know what I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not. not like afraid to not. watch these shows, you know. I'm not like a pussy or yeah. anything. Of course. I'd never I'd never say that. I'm just saying that uh you know, my mind plays tricks on me sometimes. That's yeah. all. And I can't control it. Yeah. You I know? you know, I used to be more that way. And then what happened? Tell me. I was broken along the way. Ah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Something I I may have just overexposed myself to really creepy stuff, but it takes a lot for a a movie or a TV show to like go beyond jump scaring me. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Maybe if I just watch a bunch of them and just like, condition myself to them well what i do is i know objectively that these things are fake yeah the movie or whatever i'm watching is fake yeah um i personally don't know if ghosts exists 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 but um i i you know i haven't seen one yet yeah so 
that leads me to believe I'm probably not going to after seeing a scary movie all of a sudden, yeah. you know? So I think objectively about that. I'm like, you're fine. Lock yeah. your doors. Make sure your windows are closed. And put on your alarm, and you're good. Hey, ghosts can't get in through locked doors. All you... <laughs> Well, no, my, my point is this: the only thing you have to worry about is some asshole kicking in your door yeah, like a real in the middle dude. of the night, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, right, you right. Know, outside of that, protect yourself against that. But other than that, you're good, yeah. you know? Yeah, and I mean, I mean, and if uh, ghosts are real, like, what are you really going to do? Like, how are you going to fight them anyway? <laughs> sure. Honestly, it's like, let's be honest. Right. Got some no, holy yeah, water? I think, yeah, I think, yeah, right. I think that that's, yeah, I think that I think about that too, where I'm like, I've never seen a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. I believe in what I see. And if I were to ever see a ghost, then I'd be like, well, now everything that I believe has been turned on its head. <laughs> but as, as it stands, I don't believe in them. But I always, I always say that I'm not a person who is strong on any belief. Mm-hmm. I am a person who is very malleable sure. when it comes to uh, if you can convince me of a thing, if what you're saying makes sense, then I don't know. I'll lend credence to that. Yeah. If if what you're saying makes sense to me, like I, I just it's just like there's things that just don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Like ghosts don't make sense. Yeah. If there was a spiritual realm that they're just wandering around in, like I just feel like more there would just be more evidence of them. It's the same thing with uh, Sasquatch. It's the same thing with UFOs. Yeah, everything there would else. just be more evidence. You would see more of it now than ever. Yeah, and the that- idea that everything and every second of our entire lives is being documented, and yet no ghosts, no UFOs, right? There no has, monsters. There at least no hasn't been an uptick of those things. There should be. Yeah. We're documenting every single second of our lives. Yeah, and yet. The only thing that you can tell me is like, look at that orb of light in sure. the. Come on, man. There's a shadow that passed. Yeah, back no, there. I just say, you know, it's it's. And again, if you were to be able to prove to me that what I'm saying is wrong, I'll listen to you. I'm yep. not a person who's like, fuck off. I don't want to hear it. This sure. is what I believe. Fuck you. I don't. You know, I'm not that's, stuck on any belief. That's why I I uh, I flinch to say I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. Um, because I don't know, but. I don't know. I can't say they exist. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say they exist. I did have that weird experience that I talked about on our spooky stories episode. But I can't sit here and say that was a ghost. (laughs) There's people who believe in ghosts who are like, fuck you. (laughs) You sit here and talk about like a weird experience that you had and then go, yeah, but. Well, I don't know. It's unconfirmed to me. And that's okay. It's all. That's all right. It's all unconfirmed. unconfirmed. Uh, The thing that is that. My, I feel like growing up as a Catholic, it opens you up to the possibility of ghosts, big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ghosts, demons, all of that. Yeah, you, you believe as real on this planet. Yeah. So I mean, you pray to the Holy Spirit for a reason, you know, like right. So with that upbringing, I can't not have at least some interest, at least in. A spiritual realm of some kind. Yeah, there's a PCU that's and ghoulies, you know. That's like, well, I mean, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. I like that stuff. I find it interesting. I love ghost hunting shows, even though they're awful. Yeah, I just, I, I, I grew up loving watching those things and getting like creeped out. I love it. Well, part of the reason that they're awful is because at the end, nothing ever actually happens. Nothing. Sure. You get an EVP or uh, an orb. Like, 
right, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and they're like, did you hear what he said? <laughs> he said, put the toast on. Yeah. Sounds like a uh, Skrillex song. I'm just saying. He clearly said help me He clearly said help me Sounds like a grown man Or a child We're not sure (laughs) Could be either Yeah So Yeah It's it's just stuff like that Mm -hmm. That lets you go Eh I don't know Eh I don't know We've created an entire Industry Behind Ghosts Ghouls Goblins And uh Not one has Walked up to the door and been like, "I want, I want money for that." It's me, baby. It's me. Hello, <laughs> it's me. I'm the goblin. If you've been wondering, <laughs> anything. Yeah. So, not uh, uh, you know. Anyway, I will say, still, my mind plays tricks on me. So it's like mm-hmm. I say all that, and yet I wake up in the middle of the night, uh, thinking that I see things mm. uh, in in the shadows. So, there's that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> some some would say pretty concrete proof of uh-huh. the spiritual realm. Right. I would say it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, I drank alcohol, then I watched a scary movie, uh-huh. and then also before that I uh, went to a very scary event, mm-hmm. and all of those things influenced my very influential mind. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I... So if you're a local, you'll know about Petrified Forest, which is something that's been going on for quite a few years now. Yeah, a long time now. Wherein here locally, Central Florida, and even more centralized like Altamont, Oviedo area, Mm -hmm. they have this big farm and they create like uh, a bunch of Mm walkthroughs a la... uh, space on the uh, Horror Nights? Halloween Horror Nights. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> okay. My brain just shut off for a second. Uh-huh. And it's way more affordable, honestly, because it's in a farm. Yeah. But I will say credit where it's due. These people who put this show on put extra care into making it the best show that it can be for the budget that it's on. Nice. I am pleasantly surprised at how good it's been the past two years. Because I went last year, too. Okay. I took my niece. That was, like, full, like not full-on pandemic, but, like, we were in the pandemic. Yeah, I yeah. think at that point... Well, it was October, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I was vaccinated at that point. No, I don't think so. I don't think the vaccine was out yet, was it? No, probably not. It must have been later than that. But, yeah, it was a whole thing. Everybody was, you know, separated. It was six feet here. Six, everybody's wearing masks. And it was hot as fuck. Yeah. And those That's masks the sucked. The thing they don't tell you about Florida uh, for Halloween is yeah. that you're going to be sweating balls. Yeah, we're wearing these sweaters, but it's also just that's mostly because Obi keeps his apartment super cold. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, and and we like it that way. I keep uh-huh. my, my house. I, you know, we kept the house super cold. Uh-huh. And we just, just but that that's just us. October in Florida, we're still touching so 86, hot. 87, sometimes 90 degrees. It's annoyingly hot. Yeah. We're getting lucky, though. If you guys are listening right now, it's probably pretty cool outside. It's supposed to be. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be like low 70s. <laughs> right. Yeah. High of, of lower 70s, which yeah. is bliss. Yeah, here for, anyway. For Florida, yeah. So 
it was uh, it was disgusting outside, wearing masks. Everyone was separated. It was a whole rigmarole, but yeah. it was still a good time, and I was nice. pleasantly surprised. And then this year, obviously, the clasps have been removed a little bit, mm-hmm. pretty much for the most part. Yeah, and they they took advantage of that, and they did really really well. It was it was a very it was a fun event. They took a lot of care. Uh, the sets looked way better than they should have. Hmm. They uh, they they paid attention in a way that's like just not necessary. Okay, <laughs> what do you mean by that? I mean, okay, so what I mean by that is, so the group, they really listen to you. Though they do, the group that I was with, they caught on to who was getting scared mm-hmm. more, and they were like, oh, okay, well those. Those those are my bitches right there, mm-hmm. and throughout the entire event, they just followed us around the park, sang our names mm-hmm. through the houses, sang our names, pointing wow. us out, making sure that each scare actor knew who was who. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it gives this specialized yeah. like we're part of it kind of thing. You're not going to get that at horror nights. No, yeah. you walk through and they're like, I wouldn't go in there. Marco, and you're like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> How did you fucking know my name? I don't know you like that, sir. Yeah, and and it it, it just it just gives this extra layer of and and you know that's no fault of uh, Universal. No, of course not. It's, they have to do what they have to do. It's they have just to accommodate too, hundreds of thousands of people. It's just too big of a it's, crowd. It's too many people. Yeah, there's no way to accommodate all those people. In fact, I think the fact that it's become so popular has been detriment to the overall quality of the event, which is that like. You just have to get in as many people as you can. You yeah, have, you have to just do what you can with what you got. And I got to be honest with you, that's partially what's kept me away this year. As much as I love it, just thinking about all the people, how much trouble it is to get in and out of that park and around that park, and worrying about oh, how big's the crowd going to be tonight? Are they going to sell out tonight? Yeah. Uh, am I going to have to wait two hours to get into this? haunted house it's like i don't want to i don't want to deal with that yeah i mean you kind of I'm, i think that's the reason why i'm just gonna go one night and just call it a day because yeah. it's like i'll deal with i'll deal with it for a night yeah it is what it is call it a day but yeah you're right i mean it is it is uh it's become a chore it's definitely become a chore and the older you get the more you think to yourself, do I really want to <laughs> yeah. deal with this? Is it worth it? Yeah. I'm going to drive all the way out there, find parking. I got to wear my nice, comfortable shoes because if I don't wear the, the good shoes, I'm going to be walking <laughs> all day and standing my feet for are be eight me. hours. Like, I, I can wear my nice shoes and like look good, but I have to think about the fact that like each, right. a, each line is an hour to an yeah. hour and a half. So and I'm again, hit it's hot as hell. Hot as hell. So, yeah. you got to be comfy. Yeah. So, uh, not to deter people from going to no, Halloween No, 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 no. Absolutely I mean, not. I, I want to say I would I would go if I still were able to within the time that we have left. Yeah. Well, you still are. Just a couple of days left. You definitely can still go. It'd be too hard to, to figure out. Would it, though? It, you just have to buy the ticket. It would. I mean, let's just be honest. You uh-huh. just have to buy the ticket. I don't want to. I, mean, I don't want to call you out on air, but all you have to do is buy the ticket. I know. I'm just. I'm not. All gonna... I did. Hey, guess what? I'm going. I'm going tomorrow. Okay. And I bought the ticket last night. Okay. So it's, it's that easy. It's nice. That's good. 
glad happy for you you could just go you could just come with me we'll talk about this (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh but petrified forest does really well with the uh, resources that they're allocated and the mm-hmm. money that they're given, they do really well. Yeah. They did a really good job. So I we did that. Then we went back and watched The Conjuring, the OG movie, okay. The Conjuring, which kind of set off this entire like Conjuring cinematic universe, Oof. which is super weird when you think about the yeah. fact that, like, honestly, only one of them is a good movie. The rest of them are either okay to Two, two's okay. dog shit. Yeah. Two's okay. Then you get Annabelle. You get all the Annabelle movies and yeah, you get the Nun trash, movie where you're like, trash, what's happening trash, right trash. now? It's Why all are you bad. doing this? None of these are good <laughs> movies. It is all bad after that, yeah. Um, so then I did that, watched The Conjuring, and then you know what I did? Mm. I immediately went to bed. Okay, perfect. Yeah. I had all of that stuff swimming around in my good head. Night. So, you know, late at night, wake up and think that I see a figure standing over me. I've probably talked about this in the past on the show. Mm-hmm. I get na- night terror sometimes, and uh, yeah, it's not it's not fun. It's <laughs> okay. not fun because it's not like I know I know some people who get uh, sleep paralysis. Right. I was going to ask you, is that the same as sleep paralysis? No. What it is is, uh, from what I understand about sleep paralysis. You are literally paralyzed in this like waking dream mm-hmm. and have to just deal with or accept whatever's right. happening to you. Yeah, you can't the, move. You can only see. Right. Uh, what I experience usually is something where I am sort of coming out of a nightmare or a dream thinking that I'm seeing something in real life and I can react to it. Mm-hmm. The problem is they don't react to me. So in the moment... I feel powerless. Mm. It's not that I'm stuck in the bed and can't. It's that I do try to react to them. I usually like yell or fight or kick or do something like that mm-hmm. in the moment. And they don't react. They just kind of look at me like, what are you doing? Like, you can't stop this. This is happening. Yeah. And that's like scarier than not being able to do anything. Right. Because like at least if I'm paralyzed, it's like, well, I just have to accept my fate. They, I can't do anything. But mm-hmm. if I'm kicking and nothing's happening. Oh, is there an actual? Yeah. Huh. Look at that. There's an actual article uh, comparing sleep paralysis and night terror. From the brief uh, synopsis I've I've read of this, essentially, uh, sleep paralysis happens in deeper sleep and usually occurs closer to morning. Yeah. After you're like in REM sleep, mm-hmm. uh, night terrors happen earlier in the night. Tends to be it comes in in that first wave of your sleep. Every time I've ever had one, it's always been like as soon as I went to sleep. I wake up and look at the clock and it's like two or three in the morning Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I've only been asleep for like less than an hour. Yeah. And this happened to me. Now I have to deal with these thoughts for the rest of the night. (laughs) Right. And try to go back to sleep, which is near impossible. Mm -hmm. So. But that's fun. It it does say that sleep terror or night terrors uh, more rarely affect adults. It's usually with children. And that sleep paralysis tends to happen more with adolescents or adults. Yeah, I, I I will say the I've only it's been a rare occurrence. It's not like this happens every month or something. I've only had like a couple in my entire lifetime. I'm 31, mm-hmm. so I'd say honestly, it's like every 10 years I get one. Interesting. Pretty much. Yeah. Yep. So 
now that Net, uh, Seinfeld is on Netflix, <laughs> if ever I'm feeling like, ah, not feeling great thinking about weird stuff, I'm just going to watch like three episodes of Seinfeld. And it's your therapy. Get that, get that off my mind for the body. Whatever helps. And the mind. Whatever helps. Yeah. So. Uh, so what happened? What happened? So what I saw? Yeah. If you don't mind. No, I don't, I don't mind. <clears throat> what I saw was a... Uh, what looked like a man, he didn't have a face. They never have a face. Mm-hmm. Standing over, well, he wasn't really standing over me. He was, uh, well, he was like this. So you're you're in bed, and he was like this, okay, standing over me, looking at me. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, if if you're only listening, um, it looked, it appeared to me that. Hand, hands, hands on, on knees. knees chicken ass on chicken. <laughs> 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 is that what you're saying yeah yes exactly okay. hands on his knees chicken ass on his thought shit yeah staring at me mm-hmm. but he was white interesting usually you hear about like shadow figures right and i've seen shadow figures right this this thing wasn't it was white it had this uh it had a uh it had a white aura his Hmm. Uh, figure was white, and so uh, Paris believes that this is a good sign. Okay, that what it was was not a night terror. I mean, it was a night terror to me because it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. But that in actuality, it was a good entity because okay. white, when it comes to the spirit realm, is a good thing. Racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. Um. So. Uh. And it, I mean, it's not like he did anything. Yeah. They never do it. Well, that's a lie. The first one did, but that's. I don't know if I. I think I talked about. <laughs> you, well, you keeping it vague makes it sound way worse. I know. I know. The, the <laughs> oh, he did one, stuff. The last one touched me in ways that I don't want to talk about. No, the the first time I ever had a night terror, I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the show, which mm-hmm. is why I was like hesitant to talk about it again. But sure. I'll just give you the cliff notes. Yeah. I I was like, ten or eleven, maybe twelve when I saw it. And I, I thought I had woken up and he was in the doorway and he was staring at me and I started screaming and I was just like screaming for my parents because I was a child. Mm-hmm. And as I was screaming, he told he, he shushed me mm-hmm. and he smiled mm-hmm. and then he faded into the darkness mm-hmm. and that fucking terrified me. <laughs> I would think so. And uh, so <laughs> that's what I mean by like the first one did do something. Right. The the couple the last couple of times they haven't done anything they mm-hmm. just kind of they're there. just there yeah so okay yeah I think and to me this isn't just me trying to make myself feel better about this to me I have such a vivid imagination I am constantly daydreaming mm. I'm constantly like creating these just wild things in my head sometimes to a fault where I'm like, stop thinking about that. Like in like yeah. invasive thoughts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like just constant, constant. I, I'm, I'm there's times where I can't get important work done because I'll sometimes I'll just start to drift off into space. Yeah. And I think that that makes me more susceptible to these things mm-hmm. and, and less that like, I don't know what would make somebody more susceptible to night terrors, but I think that that has a lot to do with it. I think Could that be. Yeah. the, the vividness of what I think about, and the uh, the 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 um 
the frequency in which I yeah. think about those things. I think it's it's so interesting to think about like what your subconscious does when you give up your control for the the night. You know, right? Yeah, definitely. I've always found that terrifying. Uh-huh. That's why I've never been good at going to bed. I've yeah. always hated it. I always have ever since I was a little kid. I've always been the most fussy uh, sleeper. Yeah, and it's because it is such a uh, 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 sort of giving up of your control. Yeah, you just go <laughs> off to dreamland. Let's see what happens tonight. You know, mm-hmm. while you're completely vulnerable, laying in bed. It's a terrifying prospect to just give up that control. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it feels like a little death. Mm-hmm. You know, like well, you're just all right. Goodbye. That's what people say. Is like sleep is just many deaths. Goodbye for a while. I'll see you <laughs> if I get up in the morning. Because I mean. Other than a dream that you only realize you've had once you've wake woken up, what what do you what about that experience when you're sleeping lets you know that you're even alive? Sure, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those mysterious things. It's very yeah. very. Um, it's almost like taking uh, like a hallucinogenic drug for the first time. You're yeah. like, where's this gonna take me? Yeah, you know. You just kind of have to just give it up. See, that kind of shit is the reason that you stay up all night. Yeah. <laughs> you can't think about shit like that. I know. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is this therapy? Um, I, at it's times. Free. <laughs> it's free. That's all I ask for. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> it's hot and it's ready. It's hot. <laughs> it's ready. <laughs> um, but there are, there. I know when it happens. I have, I, I know when I'm not going to be able to sleep that night and it's whenever this invasive thought like you were saying it's an invasive thought that I can't control Mm -hmm. I feel it coming on Mm -hmm. I feel it coming on and no matter what I do it happens anyway I try to stop it but I can't yeah and it just the fuck is that (laughs) it's my washer (laughs) see it's the spoops I'm sorry that was weird yeah that was weird we're talking about this stuff and then just water just starts yeah it happens sometimes old apartment um so I just I I know <laughs> um so I know it's going to happen but I can't stop it and the invasive thought is you're gonna go to sleep and you're going to have no control and it's going to be darkness for mm-hmm. you don't know how long and then you're going to wake up maybe we'll yeah. see and that thought of just black like just darkness and silencing of everything and, and having no control instantly gets me to go, I'm not going to sleep tonight. <laughs> I'm going to find something to do and I'm going to stay up. Yeah. So, yeah, I understand uh, how that must feel for you. Yeah. Just having this thought that unwanted invasive thought that yeah. you can't control. But it comes anyway. It comes anyway. Yeah. So like, Well, now you have to deal with this. So yeah. how about you think about that? So how does that feel? What? I'm curious what happened after you awoke to that. What did you do? What was the process that happened here? I always fight. Okay. This is how I know there's been a couple of experiences in my life where my fight or flight response goes off uh-huh. and I'm definitely a fight. Okay. And I used to and I always wondered you can talk a bunch of shit, sure. right? And you can say, "Yeah, I fucked that motherfucker up. I don't care." Yeah. blah blah blah. But in your heart of hearts, you really have to think, like, what's your body going to do? What's yeah. your mind going to do? What are the chemicals in your brain going to do? Reptile brain mode. What's going right. to happen? 
because you can be Mr. Tough Guy, but fight or flight takes over, and it's like some people fucking take off running. No shame in that. Sure. Some people, their their brain just goes, it's time to fight. Right. And there have been a couple experiences in my life where involuntarily <laughs> I'm like, it's fight time. Okay. And it's usually night terrors mm-hmm. when it's fight time. Uh-huh. And this was no different. Nighttime so fight time. Nighttime fight time. Mm-hmm. So I saw the figure standing over me. I thought I had woken up, which I obviously didn't. Mm-hmm. It was still part of the dream. Sure. But as I'm coming to, I see him and I start going, I start kicking. I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. And I go, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and I was sleeping next to Paris and I fucking woke her up. Uh-huh. I like fucking elbowed her and I'm like, wake <laughs> up. And I'm like, ah, ah. <laughs> I was ready to fight. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck you, fuck, what the fuck? And I start kicking and shit. And then, and then all of that movement, you start to come to and you go, and you, you look around and you're in bed yeah. and you're like, I'm such a fucking moron. Like, why did I? I'm glad you didn't Wolverine her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just fucking stab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 help me. Help. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, this, she barely fucking came to. And I was yeah. like. Which uh, means you were mostly fighting in your sleep. Yes, exactly. And really all you were probably doing in real life is. <laughs> <laughs> And then when she finally came to, I was like, just go back to it bed. It doesn't matter. Just go back to bed. Yeah. So that's that's usually what happens. Okay. Uh, the the first night Tara was a kid, so I screamed. But I didn't run. Mm-hmm. I held my ground. Okay. But I yelled for backup. <laughs> okay. Uh, got it eventually, but he was already gone. Mm. And then the second one... Um, that one I don't really want to talk about. I'll talk. I'll tell you that one off air. But okay, if my uh, if my if my kid ever did that to me, just screamed for me and said there was a man in my doorway that told me to be quiet, I would I would remove that child. <laughs> He'd be gone. That's that is the day he goes to boarding school. That's it. <laughs> Not in this house. I'm sorry. You know, credit to my parents. They didn't think anything of it. Well, I don't know if credit to them, but like they <laughs> didn't think anything of it. I mean, you know what? I'm going to ask them. Like, I'm going to ask them tomorrow if they remember that. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if they even remember that. They never bring it up. Yeah. I wonder if they remember that. I mean, I think you, you realistically have to give your child some creepy leeway mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, my, my imaginary uh, friend has been telling me stuff. And you're like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Or like, oh, yeah, I saw that man over there just, uh, you know, standing over there. And you're like, all right, that's fine, I guess. Kids are so creepy, man. But past a certain point, it's like, okay, shut up. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. I, there's this, Stop thi- this it. thing. He just like, he comes out from under the bed. He, he lays with me. His every name's night. Mr. Binksy. <laughs> he talks sometimes. He has really red eyes. Yeah. He's like really, really tall. Like, like way taller than you, daddy. Like way, way taller. taller. And his arms are like really, really, really long. Mm-hmm. And they like engulf me while I'm in bed. I'm it's like, nice. how do you know what engulf means? <laughs> <laughs> he told me. <laughs> Mr. Binks told Mr. me. Mr. Binksy. <laughs> Mr. Binksy told me. He's uh, right behind you, actually. He's super smart. Yeah. He's fo- <laughs> he's been following you this whole time. <laughs> How did you not know that he's been breathing on your neck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's when you go, all right, get out of my house. Yep. Get go. out. Go. Yeah. Take Mr. Binksy with you. I don't care where. Just go. You fuck. Yeah. Yeah, so. <sighs> well, you know, I, 
now that you now that you mentioned that, I was gonna say I never had experiences like that before, but I do think I've had a couple now that you explain it in that way, mm. where I have seen myself laying in bed, mm. um, like see my legs under the sheets, mm-hmm. and then like see something at the edge of my bed, mm-hmm. and then immediately start like kicking, mm. and then I wake up, mm. and I'm like, okay, I was sleeping, yeah, you know, yeah. But maybe that was sort of that, like, you know, night terror-ish, like, you know, in- intermediary space. This, like, again, like this hallucinogenic space where, like, you can see, at least in your mind's eye, see what your layout is yeah. and have that happen in a realistic way. Yeah. That kind of bridges it more realistically than a regular dream. Yeah. Uh, I've had that. And then as a as a young, young kid, I, I uh, used to sleep in a bunk bed on the bottom bunk and i uh for some reason it's a very weird one it's not as creepy but it's still weird i remember because we used to have like this patio area outside um that had these hanging plants Mm -hmm. i may have told this story on the spooky episode um but i remember seeing the door open and one of the swinging plants like with its vines swing itself in and just like kind of swing around the room for a while and then like stop and then like swing back out and i was like what yeah (laughs) i was only a little kid though so i didn't know what it was and i was like okay that's fine i guess and then you know i went back to bed and (laughs) woke up next morning and i've i've had that vivid memory in my mind ever since yeah but uh yeah i don't know uh, your mind, uh, I, I find it scary how powerful your mind is, you know? Yeah. What it can do to you. Yeah. To, to change your um, perception of reality. Yeah. Because to think it's as easy as that to make you think, at least for that moment, that that's happening. And, I mean, it really illustrates that uh, perception is reality. Yeah. That, like, what you're seeing and believing at that moment is real to you. Sure. Yeah. And if you're stuck in a hallucination, for instance, it doesn't matter what's happening outside of your brain. No, it's happening to you. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which is, I mean, like you said, it's fascinating. It's amazing. It's it's weird. It's 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 really, 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 really interesting to think about. And it gives you, I mean, it gives you the smallest peephole into the mental health struggles of so many people too for sure i i don't know how you could have a nightmare at just just any nightmare and not at some point think to yourself like what if that's all you knew yeah the whole time in your waking life yeah imagine you're hearing stuff seeing stuff and not knowing what's real or not i i think that you have to be educated on the fact that that's what some people are going through in life yeah but once you are educated on shit like that there's no way that you can't not think about the fact that you are lucky in that you experience. I, I guess this is me talking to myself. Lucky that you experience those things rarely, if ever. Mm-hmm. Usually, you get a great night of sleep, right? With like fun dreams. You yeah. wake up and you go, "That was awesome." I should tell write me that about down. it, Marco. I mean, it, you know, <laughs> as I'm awake all night, yeah, playing Persona. I mean, you know, hey, that's your fault. That's true. Watch Seinfeld and then go to bed. All right. You know? Yes, Dad. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> you take a bath, Jerry. 
<clears throat> anyway. Yeah, I think we've gotten creepy enough, right? I think so. I well, think so. Let's, uh... Oh, but, but we have to do it. We have to cheers of the week, right? We have to. Of course. Well, I mean... Then before we get out of here, without further ado, let's let's get into it. <coughs> All right, you got your cheers. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. Do you remember <laughs> it? Um. Yes, I do. I just remembered, actually. All right. Well then. Cheers to Dune Part One. Um, for those who don't know, I've been reading Dune, the first Dune novel, um, of which there are many. Uh, I specifically aimed to get up to the point where the movie, this very first movie ends, which Uh I did just in time. And, uh, I watched the new movie by Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. And I have to say, I don't think it could have been much better. They called Dune an impossible book to translate to film. Yeah. Um, and it hasn't worked out in the past. But I feel like this is, I mean, essentially as good as it could be for a two and a half hour chunk of time. Because there's just so much in that first half of the book. So much lore they have to pack into it. So much world building they have to do. Literally thousands of years that they have to kind of explain in a succinct package. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the most part, they pull it off. And yeah. it looks really good. Uh, I'm s- like, I am I'm proud of this movie in the way that I feel like a soccer mom would be proud of their daughter. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I'm rooting for it all the way, and it's doing really well right now. They yep. just got greenlit. The the part two just got greenlit. Um, I'm just excited to be on board, man. Yeah. So shout out to Dune Part 1. Uh, I Even though I did not watch it in the theater, I recommend you do because after watching it at home, it was great, but I think I may make my way out to a theater to actually watch it mm. in its full splendor. Because it deserves it. So, Dune. Check it out. To Dune. And read it. It's good. Uh, beautiful. Cheers to uh, Netflix finally pulling the trigger on this Cowboy Bebop show. And they released a trailer. This is, I guess, a mini trailer trash. Okay. Sort of. Slightly. Sure. <clears throat> I just appreciate trailer trash. Trailer, trailer trash? Beep. Is it like a, like a, a truck truck trash? Tra- tra- truck 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 trailer trailer. Uh, What's well, still gotta be trailer? Hmm, I guess trailer truck trash. Okay, trailer trailer truck trash. Trailer truck trash. Trailer truck trash. Okay. Mm. <sighs> I'm just gonna finish it. Do it. <clears throat> the show. The, the the animated masterpiece is on Netflix. Right, we're not talking about the live action. Nah, no, the the the, the anime, mm-hmm. which I didn't think that they were gonna do. I just wasn't expecting. I didn't see any announcements that they were gonna do that. Mm-hmm. I think it's very cool that they did do that. So anybody who is who is not 
initiated. You can go back and watch the entire show. Yes. It's a masterpiece. Listen, we could spend another hour and a half solely talking about Cowboy Bebop. I honestly would like to do so. <clears throat> Just sit around and talk about how good of a show it is. Yeah. It's incredible. It's perfect. Uh, and obviously we've talked about the live action show that's been coming out or that's going to come out, mm -hmm. the cast, the out teasers November. and all that jazz. Yeah. All that jazz. Uh, jazz. Very nice. That asteroid blues. Mm -hmm. And now we finally get an actual trailer for the show. Yeah. Looks great. I'm not really going to go into detail because this is just my cheers of the week. So we won't even go into detail about sure. it. Just wanted to bring it up. I'd say <clears throat> if you are, if you don't know what's going on with the show, if you if you if you're just going in blind, then watch the watch the anime because yeah. it's only 26 episodes, so you could just fly through that in a couple of days if you're if you're about that life. Mm -hmm. By the time that you get done with the show with the an the animated show, the live action show will be out, yeah. and then you can watch that. You can just just transition into that. Yep. So. I'm just really happy about this because, like, yeah, well, I don't know. We're just living in a time where we get to watch Cowboy Bebop over <laughs> on streaming. Yeah, yeah that's great. So we're just living in a society, Adam. We're living in a society. Amen, sister. All right. <clears throat> Think we got it? I know we got it. Well, before we get out of here, we have to review these beers. So, without further ado. Tonight's brew was from the Allagash Brewing Company. It is the Allagash White, their flagship Belgian-style wheat beer. Obi, what did you think of this beer? <laughs> Damn it. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. I thought initially that there wasn't a lot there as mm -hmm. far as flavors. I was expecting a bit more of a, a punch to the palate. Mm -hmm. With all of those, the the, the curacao and and the orange curacao. peel and all that, but it's very subtle. Yeah, and at first that was a detriment to me. Mm. At first, I I thought maybe I wanted a bit more flavor in there, but the more I had it, the more I realized no, 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 sir, no, 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 no. no. This is actually a plus because it is so subtle. It is so smooth. Um, I love it. All right. I am going to go ahead and give it a I'm give it the 5. Give it a 5. Giving it the 5. I would agree with that score, sir. I'm also going to give it a 5. I think it's I mean it makes sense. Steve's talking about it's his uh Desert Island beer. Yeah. And I I could see where he's coming from with that because it's fantastic. Uh I mean I I wouldn't pick a Belgian style beer to be my, you know, desert island beer, but I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> the 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 citrusy notes, the orange peel comes through, the coriander comes through, those things, but but like you said, they're more subtle. Mm -hmm. They're not like overpowering. You don't like wheat beers, hefeweizens, things like that, they tend to really overpower you with like this sweetness or like yeah. it's like ah, it's it's, it's too much. This, I think, is pretty well balanced. I understand why people have been clamoring to get this back here. So I'm happy that it is. Yeah. It's fantastic. 
There's another one that we have at Red Light right now. Red Light right now called um, River Trip. Okay. So I'll probably grab that, and we can see if this is a fluke mm. or if they're the real deal. Holy field! Pull it off again, according to the One Beer In podcast. Uh huh. So, say unanimous five. Right? Nice. All right. <sighs> I think we got it. I know we do. Well, then let's get the fuck out of here. This has been the One Beer In Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, and for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Happy Halloween. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. Love you. Spirits. Spirit boys. Spirit boys. Spirit boys.